0: Welcome to the Pods of Thunder podcast. My name is Eric Joseph. I'm Jeremy Jones. And on here we're going to be talking a lot of Tom Cruise movies. Uh, We might change that up over the course of time, but right now we're focused on the works of uh, the one Tom Cruise. Did we say Pods of Thunder? We did say Pods of Thunder. We, We did... Get that marketing tool in there, <laughs> and why Pods of Thunder? And why Pods of Thunder? Uh, Pods of Thunder is uh, a name that we came up uh, about 15 minutes ago, mm-hmm. um, and put about as uh, as <laughs> as you put it, Jeremy, as much thought into this as the as the team that put the movie Days of Thunder into. Um, that's the movie that we're gonna be covering here. Today on this podcast, um, Jeremy, kind of get into the little intricacies of what we're going to be doing here. Sure.
1: So, I think today, you know, as Eric mentioned, we're going to talk through Days of Thunder. Um, our initial focus is really going to be on Tom Cruise movies. We may expand beyond that. But we thought Tom Cruise is kind of, from our, from Eric and I's formative years, he was kind of the movie star. He was he was the person you thought of. Um, he, you know, he's kind of like... In baseball, they have the Mendoza line, right? Where, what is it, like 200? If, yeah. you, if you hit above 200, you're doing okay. If you hit below, you might want to start looking for a new career. If you're yeah. a better actor than Tom Cruise, you're doing pretty well. And that's no shame to him. I, he's, he does an admirable admirable job.
0: And, and Tom Cruise to me is, uh, I like him for all the wrong reasons. I, I, I enjoy his movies because I despise him so much. Um, <laughs> but the movies are entertaining. Tom Cruise is not only what I deem to be the biggest overactor that there is, but also a, a huge asshole uh, in real life, um, being one of the more formidable people in the Church of Scientology. So fuck him, but I am going to try to make some money off of him by doing a podcast and hopefully eventually have some advertisers down the line so I can talk about uh, you know, uh, stamps.com. <laughs> And Sherry's uh,
1: Berries, shear- yeah, blue apron, uh,
0: blue apron. Um, the, what's the underwear one that me yeah, you know, huge in the pod game, huge, huge. Uh, so I, I don't like him for a lot of reasons, and uh, he's but as as Jeremy puts it, he's he's the biggest movie star over the course of what three decades, mm-hmm. maybe four at this point. The man's in his 50s. He's not... Uh, he
1: looks great, though, he doesn't does.
0: he? He does, he does. Yeah, that's what happens when you have bajillion dollars. <laughs> in
1: you know, and for me, while I agree health. with Eric about uh, him being annoying in certain ways, it's also a labor of love. <laughs> uh, and, you know, Eric, I don't know if you've heard this theory of mine, uh, say, ten minutes ago when our recording didn't work. <laughs> um, but I feel that actors are both undervalued and overvalued at the same time course. And you know what I mean by that is everyone thinks everyone thinks they could be an actor at some part part in the recesses of their brain they think ah, I could do that. But it actually is pretty difficult. However, so they're kind of underrated in that regard. However, they do themselves a disservice by taking every opportunity to self-congratulate and be so sanctimonious about about their craft, which tell, I think they realize how little they actually provide. They provide <laughs> us entertainment, but they have to, you know, like doctors don't go around talking about how important their job is because it's eh, evidence. Some of them. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, you're gonna find an asshole in every right. group, but uh, for the most part, though. For the most part, they get the doctors get
0: into the business for the right reason. Ex- yes, exactly. Yeah. Not for fame and fortune. <laughs> Maybe fortune.
1: <laughs> they but. do it for the lives. They do it for the saving. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I often think about that really, to me, it's the, it's the pinnacle of sanctimony when it comes to actors. And it's something that's it's somehow seeped into the consciousness is a particular phrase where if I were to talk about Michael Jordan or LeBron James, what would I say? Greatest basketball players of all time? Exactly. However, for some reason, when we talk about a good actor or actress, they bec- they're all of ours. They say, oh, he's one of our greatest actors. She's one of our greatest actresses. Why is it our? Why, why, why when we talk about actors and actresses is it, oh, we're, all, we're amongst peers, but with basketball players or football players, we put them on a pedestal and say they're separate from us. Any theory there?
0: And, and I, do, I do love the, the, that kind of comparison, too, because... I, I I feel like if we're talking about LeBron James, Michael Jordan, whoever you decide is the one of the some of the greatest basketball players ever, we're talking about people who can do physical things that we could never ever imagine ourselves doing. Maybe imagine, but in in reality, if I if I try to dunk a basketball, I'm going straight into the metal pole and going to the hospital. <laughs> but when it comes to actors. They're supposed to be portraying things that we can relate to. Uh, I can't relate to jumping over six foot eleven guys who have more physical ability than I could ever muster in my entire life, but I could see myself crying because <laughs> my mother passed away of cancer you know uh, that that I can relate to says maybe we're the whole hour
1: best actor as compared to just best basketball player comes from. And look for that scene in Tom Cruise's upcoming movie, Days of Cancer. (laughs) Uh, You know, as you mentioned that, it makes me think that, you know, maybe uh, the actors are the field goal kickers of, when we look at them like athletes, because the field goal kicker, you know, you don't you don't want to notice them. They're just supposed to go out there and do their job. And that's kind of what actors do too. That if we notice that you're acting, then it's a problem. So I, I think your theory has legs there. Okay. Okay.
0: Well, we're that that's that's our first working off of each other moment here. <laughs> and I hope it's one of many over the course of God only knows how long before we I, get I we're establishing,
1: doing a, you know, Eric and I just met 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I, I, I think we've got a good we got a good rapport right, going right, here. Right,
0: right, right. Um, so what's the
1: show gonna look like what are we gonna do so today? yeah so we
0: have a few things kind of lined up here uh, you know we'll have obviously a bunch of other Tom Cruise movies down the line you know this first one being days of thunder so we'll get into some of the we'll get into you know some of the scenes and kind of go I think we have some kind of idea of chronological order when it comes to talking about the scenes in the movie maybe in that maybe kind of stream it that way uh, but also add some other segments into it um, Tom Cruise movies definitely have a feel Mm -hmm. as compared to other movies when he's the star player in them. So we may ask each other, how Tom Cruise of a movie is this Tom Cruise movie? Right.
1: And what do we mean when we say that? How how Tom Cruise...
0: you know, the parameters we may use are like, how much is he overacting? Um, Is there a, how many, did we say how many smirks or more of like iconic smirks?
1: And so, I think with the smirks, we can say, does he actually smirk in this movie? But is he kind of the living embodiment of a smirk? Because <laughs> that's really, you know, when you think about, Top Gun is the most top, top uh, Tom Cruise you can get. Yes. When you think about something like Magnolia or uh, Tropic Thunder, his characters in that, those are more kind of character actor roles. Right. He's not the cocksure, arrogant, right. charismatic lead. Is the, uh, does he have a shirt off in either one of those films? I don't. Well, definitely not as Les Grossman in Tropic Thunder. No, nor definitely. as Frank T. J. Mackey. And those are those are deep cuts. Those are pulls I just I, came I, up I, with. I, you're a big Tom Cruise guy. I like Tom Cruise. <laughs> that's that's one thing I want to point out. Look, Days of Thunder it's not the greatest movie of all. it's enjoy it's enjoyable I enjoyed it but it's not I fell asleep I would never say it's a good movie but Tom Cruise has some good movies so we're, we're gonna dig into those eventually there are movies of his that
0: I do thoroughly enjoy but those are also the ones that I'm like they're not on on the scale of the how Tom Cruise movie is a ton, is this it's gonna be a one or a two if we're on a scale of one to ten exactly so
1: you know, example, Vanilla Sky. Vanilla C- Sky. Criminally underrated, I believe. Yeah. It's kind of mocked. Yeah. Now, you know, a word of warning, this whole Tom Cruise thing, it's really it's it's on a trajectory, it's just kind of on a crash course with the movie cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> that is near and dear to Eric and my heart. Um, to so, say the least. To say the least. Now, it's by no means a good movie, but it's oh, a no. good it's a good movie if, if if that makes sense. It's a
0: it's a fantastic it's a it's a ten on my scale for all the wrong reasons.
1: Exactly. And it's all really it's really two movies put oh. into one.
0: Well, let's and, not let's, not, let's yeah, not
1: yeah 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 okay. let's not cut let's, too let's, deep into that. We're, we're we're talking thunder now. We're talking days of thunder. We're here. We're thunderstruck here. <laughs> we're, um, we're pots of thunder. So how about this, Eric? I'm gonna do. I'm going to do kind of a brief run-through uh, of the movie. You interject and crack wise, as Corolla would say, as we, mm-hmm. uh, as we go through. Another so, great podcast. Another great podcast. Maybe may an influence on this. I don't <laughs> know. Who's to say? So, we have Tom. Well, let, let, who are the... Who are the uh, well, this
0: is chock-a-block full of fucking great actors here. We got um, Cruz,
1: of course. We got, well, right off the bat. Cole
0: Trickle. Cole, oof. We got to get into the names here. Uh, Randy Quaid before he went batshit crazy, <laughs> no beard. Yep. Um, he doesn't even have the salt and pepper in the hair.
1: No, this you know this might be his first role following Christmas Vacation, and he's a straight man in this one. That he is. He so, is. he's a businessman. He's a, yeah. uh, Robert Duvall who
0: has maybe the best. Uh, <laughs> actually, you can't beat Cole Trickle as a name. We'll get into that here in a moment. Robert Duvall has. It's maybe one A, one B with the
1: names. I mean, to to the casual Thunder fan, you're gonna you may know him as Harry. Now, if you haven't looked, at, if you haven't analyzed it like Eric and I have, his last name may have slipped you. What, Eric? What's his name? If, Harry. If if you were going to cast, um, for a
0: gay porn movie, hmm. and and in walks in, um, a very. Well put together gentleman, mm-hmm. from head to sh- head to toes. Bald guy, which I like. Uh, <laughs> let's not get into, too deep into <laughs> that. Uh, you know, hairless chest. Um, you know, six pack abs. The ma- ma- we might even be talking V line into the crotch here. We're talking we- very well put together <laughs> man here, and it's a gay porn movie. This guy's packed. This guy's mm-hmm. got at least ten inches, and it's and it's like
1: a pop can down there. Right. So let, let, let's cut the suspense. Here, what's his last name? Hog. Harry Hogg. Harry Hogg. Hog. Hog. Robert, Robert Duval. Harry Hogg. This is Tom Hagen from The Godfather, <laughs> keep in mind. How far <laughs> you've fallen, Duval. Yeah. You go from yeah. Tom Hagen to Harry
0: Hogg. Harry Hogg. Carrie, and I'm I'm going to... I will butcher this guy's last name until I fucking die. <laughs> what's your pronunciation? Carrie Elwes
1: is what I say. Elwes? I, I believe so. He Jesus played, Christ. Uh, I've, I've heard Ewels. I've heard... I don't know. I know it's not Yule's. I'll tell okay. you that much. All right. Uh, not very
0: much in this movie.
1: No, not really. He's best known for... what? What's his role the in... The Princess Bride. What's his yeah. role? What's his
0: name? Uh, I need to see this movie again. The Princess Bride? Yeah. What's his name? Yeah. Uh, Seymour? Something like no. that. No. No. We have technology in front of us. We're not going,
1: <laughs> we're not going to use it. Well, we're recording on the tool I would use. Oh, uh, the... right. Um. Uh, but he's in, the,
0: of course, Nicole Kidman, where uh, uh, Cruz claims to have had sex with a woman. <laughs> he claims to have fallen in love. Yeah. Um, uh, Michael Rooker, who is the nemesis turned friend, mm-hmm. um, who, if, if you're not familiar with this film because you're under the age of 30... You probably know him as uh, what was his name in in Walking Dead? Mm, don't know. He was the bad guy in he, Walking Dead. Season guy. one. at uh, least. Yeah, he was in a. Then he he squeaked his way into a couple of seasons there. Bald guy though, ended up having to chop his own hand off. Anyway, anyway he's uh, he's in this as well. He's the arch nemesis at the beginning. Uh, and and his name another
1: great entry, Rowdy Burns. Rowdy now. The only no, other of, rowdy I know. It's Rowdy Roddy Piper. Right. However, the rowdy is, you know, it's 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 uh, it's an embellishment on his name. This, as far as I can tell, there's no quotation marks. I yeah. looked at the I looked at the the. It's uh, on the, birth the cast list. It's Rowdy Burns. So we got Rowdy Burns, Papa Burns, and Mama Burns. Were like, <laughs> let's go with Rowdy. It's he's going to be a troublemaker. He's it's between Thomas, James,
0: <laughs> or.
1: So we, we got Cole Trickle. We got Harry Hogg. We got oh, we should have said Russ Wheeler as Cariel was. Kind of kind of weak in the you know, any movie Russ Wheeler's. That was a star. throwaway name. That's, that's a throwaway. throwaway like, fuck it. Kind of a throwaway role. <laughs> if we're if we're gonna really <laughs> um, and of course and Nicole Kidman we mentioned. Dr. Claire Lewicki. Or, mm. I think I'm saying that right. Yeah.
0: Uh, and then and then the the kind of the surprise. Well, not it's a surprise role now, but back then you would have been like, "Oh, that's just that character actor. I can't think of his name, John C. Riley, <laughs> who uh, this was. This was the uh, first NASCAR uh, for John C. Riley. Um, played a straight man, and because that's what he was.
1: Yeah." Uh, Serious actor.
0: Very serious actor before getting familiar with Will Ferrell and uh, Anna McKay. It
1: brings a real gravitas to the role of Buck Bretherton. Another another home run of a name. Not very,
0: very much a home run. Of you could almost say Will Ferrell was responsible <laughs> for naming the cast.
1: Will Ferrell was very particular about his name. From Tur- you know, Rod Burgundy, Turd Ferguson. Yes, very. Mr. Uh, Tarkanian in a classic SNL sketch. <laughs>
0: Uh, lots of great names. Uh, what was the one where he was spinning, singing the car- carol, Christmas carols? That one, that SNL skit. You remember? Mm, what else? I don't remember yeah, the name. We're not. We're not going to find it. Um, can't find your app? There we go. We are new at this. If we're can Tell, um, we were struggling. This is this is attempt number
1: two. Like to give a shout out to Anchor App, which I, I just downloaded <laughs> can, for this report. Can, can they be our
0: Can first they be our sponsor? sponsor? Yeah.
1: Anchor. Yeah. Uh, what happened there was I I went away to my notes to uh, confirm the name of Buck Brotherton, and I was concerned that that when we left we we uh, we lost tape, yep. as, as they don't say in the industry. <laughs> um, <laughs> so so we, we we we've hit on the names. We've hit on the cast. What's this movie about? What's happening here?
0: This movie is is not about fucking anything, man. It, we got Cole Trickle. Well, no, let's... It, it, please, please give your analysis of uh, the real hero in this movie, and that is Robert Duvall, Harry Hogg.
1: Well, so, <clears throat> the movie, I'll give him credit. They treat Cruz a little like Jaws in this movie. You don't see him right away. No, you um, don't. And so, what opening scene we got? We got Randy Quaid, a, a, a car Do we dealer. We have to
0: wait like ten
1: minutes before Cruise enters this movie. I, I'd say it's a good five ten minutes. That's yeah. you know, it's like the Jaws. You 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 say more when you say nothing at all sometimes <laughs> when it comes to Cruise. So we got we got Duval. Uh, he's he's tendon farm it appears. Randy Quaid shows up. He approaches him. He wants to get into the stock car game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We can all relate to that.
0: Oh, very much. <clears throat> Now, Growing up in the upper, <laughs>
1: North,
0: upper Midwest.
1: Now, we don't know much about Harry Hogg, but we know, he's got a past. What we dark, learned... Dark past. dark past. There's been an incident. He's been involved in the stock game for a while. Uh, there's been an incident. And to avoid investigation into this incident, Duval has he's removed himself, taken himself out of the game. Quaid is there to lure him back. And he, he says, hey, if I, if I build the car and I bring the driver... Will you lead the pit crew? Duvall is a reluctant hero mm-hmm. to this role, likely due to the aforementioned investigation. Enter Tom Cruise on a motorcycle, rocking a, a nice jean jacket. Well, don't some, forget that Michael
0: some, Rooker's character has already done his laps. They've already introduced him as he is he's, NASCAR right he, now. This he, is the guy. Yeah, he's... He's the
1: bee's knees when it comes to NASCAR, and he's a bit of an asshole, <laughs> which you kind of need. He runs. I mean, the man's name is Rowdy. What are you gonna do? What, he runs. What hot. are you gonna do? He runs he run a hot. Hot.
0: What better profession than a NASCAR driving? But he's—they've established Michael as as the NASCAR guy. This is this is the guy that he's a this, swinging dick. He's a swinging dick that that Cruz is gonna definitely have to be,
1: right? <laughs> You, yeah. love, you like
0: your own joke. I, I like that. <laughs> Swinging dick.
1: You don't hear that enough. So, there, now, let's establish right up front. We don't know shit about NASCAR. Not a goddamn thing. But there's a lot of things that I'm... Pop, I don't pop. know it. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm stealing this from somewhere. I don't know it for a fact, but I know it's true. <laughs> there's no way a lot of the stuff that goes down in this movie is how it works out. Case in point, in this scene, Duvall's trying to kick the tires, so to speak, on Cole Trickle. See how he runs. And they clock Michael Rooker at, a, you know, whatever. It's a blazing speed. Very fast. Rowdy. R- yeah, Rowdy. Rooker, Rooker Rowdy. Um, and so Cruz is going to get behind the wheel. He's going to run some hot laps. He's going to use Rowdy's car. That's what I'm getting at. Okay. That can't be how this goes down. No fucking way. You take the Michael Jordan the stock car, and, and just to get a look at him, He's, and you can tell, there's there's a little disagreement where the, his his pit crew leader says, Hey, Rowdy, we talked about this. We're going to let the new guy. There's no way that happens in a million years. Uh, even if it did, the guy would have said, uh, no
0: fucking way, and then would have hopped in his car and drove it around, and would have got out of his car, and if they mentioned it again, we'd go, no fucking way. And we're missing a very pivotal piece here. What's that? Colt Trickle's not from the Deep South. It- Is he a Yankee? (laughs) That's one of my favorite lines in the fucking movie. Is Trickle a Yankee? He's not, but he's not a Yankee. He's from California. He's not anything.
1: Oh, he's not, he's an unknown.
0: (laughs) What the fuck? I, okay, I've lived in the South, I've lived in the North, I've lived on the East Coast. There, people in the South still hated people
1: from California. Let's not, let's not, there's no, let's not get no bones about it. And, uh, let's point out they're in North Carolina. Where does a North Carolinian get the get the gusto to call out California? They, if California was its own country, it would be the fifth largest economy in the world. <laughs> and he's saying he's nothing. Yeah, I beg to differ, sir.
0: Cole Trickle, let's let's go back to the name here for a minute. Sure. Now that we have established he's from California, the genius of this name is the combination of. It's sounding like a fucking NASCAR name. Right. And a guy from California. Because a guy named Cole isn't going to be a guy from Huntsville, Alabama. Sure. They're not going to name their kid Cole. No. Cole's what uh, heats the house. (laughs) (laughs) Russ. uh, Butch. Russ Wheeler.
1: Russ Wheeler. He's he's an establishment guy.
0: Right. Uh, You know, all these standard gentlemanly white guy (laughs) names. Cole's not Cole hasn't broken through those boundaries here. No. Cole is a name of a guy from Palo Alto, California. (laughs) It's all it's all it's Silicon Valley and NASCAR out
1: there.
0: (laughs) So the the genius of the name is it it's about the only compliment I'm gonna give this stupid fucking movie. (laughs) Now
1: now Cole he he comes with a backstory. He's an open wheel racer. Whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean. I think me... that's like indie indie cars. Oh yeah, Cause... they do. They do establish that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he wants to try his hand at the stock game, and he believes he's qualified. Why?
0: He watched NASCAR on ESPN. Good coverage. He good says. coverage. Well, ESPN has good coverage. That's such <laughs> a weird line. Might be, <laughs> might be one of the weirdest lines in the movie uh, yeah. with a
1: movie plumb full. I wonder if some good money lines. changed hands there. ESPN mm-hmm. trying to get a plug in. The yeah, worldwide leader. You don't
0: become the worldwide leader. That was kind of a self-proclaimed... Uh, uh, Justified, one. I would say, though. Yeah. Eventually.
1: Eventually. Um, maybe not in 1990. Maybe not in 1990. So Trickle, he, 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 he proves himself to Deval. Uh-huh. He continues racing. Uh, quickly, we learn that while he's, he's a natural, anything he can do in a race car, he says... Doesn't understand the lingo, doesn't understand the parts. He needs Duval. He doesn't even understand cars. He doesn't understand cars. When Duval is talking to him, I should probably start, what's Harry Hogg? I apologize to the, you know, Duval took the time to create this character. And I am, I'm doing him a disservice by not referring to him as Harry Hogg. And whoever
0: came up with the gay porn name. Let's not
1: discredit this human
0: being either. Harry
1: Hogg, you know, he's a, he's a wily man. You he's, 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 he's might say Cantankerous, but he knows cars above all else.
0: Oh, and he knows the lingo. He and did. when he and when Cruz is confronted,
1: when so where's this coverage? Here's what we know so far. Cruz says ESPN has good coverage. Doesn't know anything about cars. <laughs> <laughs> never got under the hood. I wouldn't it never got <laughs> under the hood. So to speak. I wouldn't call it a plot now, hole. But it's there, there's, raises questions. There's
0: parts about Cole's character that are mysterious. One thing that you pointed out was we never see Cole go home, so no. we don't understand what the home life is like. We never est- Do we establish his upbringing? Do we establish a father, a mother at there's, any point?
1: There's a there's a throwaway scene after you know. We'll we'll jump ahead to the movie here. Yes. Basically, what happens is Cole screws up the car in the race. He he melts the tires. Then he wins one, and shortly after the race, in a celebratory mode with uh, with Harry Hogg, uh, I did it again. Cruz, no. Cole Trickle divulges he, he had previously mentioned that in Indy he lost his car, uh, and so Duvall is talking about having lost Harry his Hog. shirt. Harry Hogg. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're gonna do a, You're gonna have to do a, a control replace for every time I say that. I will. Um, Harry Hogg has has indicated that he's had some bad luck in the stock market of late, and Cruz expands on his story and says that it was due to some. Some seemingly mischievous, some, some, some stock trading mischievous, uh, I can't think of the word, tomfoolery was going on, right. whereby he was swindled, and that's how he lost his car. And they continue talking, and Cruise reveals, critically, it was his father. That, okay, that so they do, do
0: establish that. They
1: do establish it. And it's, I don't really understand why that discussion's in there, other than perhaps to set the stage for Duval, Carry Hogg, as a kind of fatherly figure. But it's not—it's poor screenwriting, if you ask me.
0: It, it is poor screenwriting. Which, if I—if I guess I, if I'm just starting to analyze this now about the very poor uh, way of introducing Cruz's background this latent in the movie, might I? Add,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, the reason he may have never gotten underneath the hood of a car to learn about how an engine works might be because his dad was a fucking
1: piece of shit stock trader. Didn't didn't teach him about it. No, no, no.
0: Maybe he didn't even have the time to do it. Maybe not,
1: yeah. Uh, Workaholic.
0: Too, uh, burning the midnight oil. Mm-hmm. Didn't have
1: time for uh, baby Cole. So maybe Cole doesn't, he doesn't really know how to love, know how to trust. <laughs> we may run into that. We thing. got a movie here, folks. <laughs> so... Right, the script writes itself. Uh, Cruz and, sorry, Cole Trickle and, uh, and Rowdy Burns they established kind of a begrudging rivalry. Lots of, uh, uh, as as Harry Hog informs Cole, when uh, after after uh, uh, Rowdy Burns makes contact with Cole during the race. Robin, he didn't hit him. He rubbed him. He didn't bump you. He rubbed you. And what? rubbin's racing. Rubbin's racing. So they they've established they're kind of the the initial uh, antagonists. Protagonists. <laughs> Uh, not quite. Again, we not- don't know anything about NASCAR, and I guarantee fucking <laughs> that
0: is not a fucking line
1: that they use. Robin's race. Robin's race. Not the stupidest line though. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, So they're kind of going back and forth throughout these races, have established a rivalry. Eventually, uh, Russ- or Rowdy Burns gets in an accident, and uh, Cole Trickle, while maneuvering the course, steers right into the smoke and ends up getting in an accident with Rowdy Burns. Uh, potentially jeopardizing both do of we, their do, careers. Do we
0: skip ahead because there was the there was the confrontation with uh, Randy Quaid's character, where he's screaming at the two of them because uh, it was it was earlier when they were kind of uh, when they were rubbing, and uh, I believe right.
1: cars got wrecked. That I think that was the same race, yeah. and. Uh, <laughs> Well, so... Because so, there's, there's an earlier
0: race than that. Well, let's have
1: it. What happens in the earlier race?
0: I, so I don't remember specifically, but I remember the aftermath is Randy Quaid kind of doing the... kind of the equivalent of, like, the uh, the uh, police chief getting mad at the two... Um, sure. The two cops who play by their own rules and have messed up the town. He's been embarrassed. He's been embarrassed. Um, and he's... <laughs> I, I I wrote this these words down in block letters in my notebook as I was watching this. Do you I don't remember
1: the line specifically. He says, we look like a monkey fucking a football. But he didn't say it the way Jeremy said it just now.
0: <laughs> he screamed it at the top of my lungs. And I was like, that is the name of this this particular episode of this podcast is monkey fucking a football. <laughs> this is a type of line that these type of alpha male, southern jackasses think, this is fucking genius. You know, comedically, in a moment such as this, when it doesn't make any goddamn motherfucking sense at all. A monkey fucking a football would be a monkey humping a football, and like, that's fucking weird.
1: Where a car crash is a goddamn car crash. Happens all nothing, the time.
0: Nothing like a monkey fucking a football.
1: Also, NASCAR is seemingly an entertainment venue. And I would posit that a monkey fucking a football would be pretty damn entertaining.
0: That might be the only... <laughs> equivalent.
1: <laughs> but know but he was using it to express embarrassment. True. We look, but, we look like a monkey fucking a football out there. Um, people play some top dollar for that. That's right. So, as I said, uh, Rowdy Burns and Cole Trickle, they both get hurt. They're forced to see... Uh, Nicole Kidman as Dr. Claire Lewicki. Uh,
0: Who works at Daytona Memorial.
1: That- D- yeah, Daytona Memorial, the renowned hospital. Uh, I also, a little, little if we can if we can step outside the realm of the movie, I, I found an interesting fact on imdb.com that Nicole Kidman approached Tony Scott. Oh, sorry, I've got to take a step back. We should have mentioned this up front. This is a Tony Scott movie, director, brother of Ridley Scott, but more importantly the director of a little-known movie called Top Gun. And this is really Top Gun on a racetrack.
0: That, that, is, that, is the, uh, that is the automatic comparison. Exactly. Is that this movie is Top Gun on a racetrack. And there are some similarities. I'll give it that. You know, um, we, don't have a, we don't have a goose death. <laughs> um, but we do have Ended Up in the Hospital. You Scary. know Scary. <laughs>
1: Scary. Scary stuff. Scary. I was Scary worried. Stuff. Right. I was worried for, and you know, by this time, Rowdy Burns has endeared himself to the viewers. So I was, you know, I was mainly concerned about Cole, but a little worried about. No, it's not forget about Rowdy. Yeah, and he's got a family to feed. He does. He's, he 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 alludes to future plans and money he's spent later in the mm-hmm. film. Mm-hmm. Uh, we meet his wife briefly. You know? Yeah, she's she's a looker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shit. But, Oh, sorry. Go Uh, ahead. So my point uh, before I went into the Tony Scott realm. So I saw a little tidbit on IMDb that Nicole Kidman wanted to study neurosurgery in advance of this role. Mm -hmm. This now this is this goes back to the whole actors overestimating their worth. It doesn't (laughs) fucking matter. You don't need for first of all Nicole Kidman. It's not going to make sense to you. No, you're not going to understand the neurons. No, and it's not a technical movie. It's, it's about race. It's about stock car. It's about a man in its car. It's not about a neurosurgeon. Now, if she
0: wanted to walk into a hospital in the neuros, neurosurgery wing and wanted to watch the movements of the way the doctors approach each other and approach the patients and, and things of that nature, I'd be like, yeah, well, that fucking makes sense. Yeah. But to open up a fucking book yeah. and start trying
1: to learn what these terms mean. Bitch, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and I'm sure Tony Scott, you know, he's like, look, you're not here to sell the movie, Nicole. You're here to marry Tom Cruise. Pretend that this, <laughs> this happened is, organically. This is all pre-planned. Yeah. L. Ron Hubbard uh, predicted this. <laughs> it was written in scripture. Well, yeah. it, it, and he's saying this as
0: Cruise is sucking off John Travolta in the corner. Well, we're right. It, yeah, yes, exactly. I mean, that goes without saying.
1: Yes. Um, so... Uh, now, there's a, there's a few scenes here. In, they're in the hospital. They're recovering, where this is really the turn for Burns and Trickle, where they're uh, they're they're both being wheeled to get their diagnosis from neurosurgeon uh, Claire Lewicki. and here's where, here's where the seeds of their friendship are formed. is they're jostling for position in their wheel in their wheelchairs as they're going to their diagnoses, and and shortly later they will. Uh, They will do the same with rental cars en route to to, uh, uh, making up lunch or making up dinner. Now, another aspect of this that can't possibly be true. So Burns and Trickle go to the same room with Nicole Kidman to receive their dual diagnoses. That's got to violate seven different HIPAA laws right (laughs) off the bat. And for some, there's there's two other mysterious people who are somehow involved higher up in NASCAR that were never really explained. Is this the president of NASCAR? He says he owns the track at one point, but he forces uh, Burns and Trickle to to uh, to make up, and so that leads to them going to the dinner and and doing the rental car race. Another internet tidbit I heard: there's a scene where they're uh, they're they're jostling for position in the rental cars going to dinner, and they're on the beach. And for dramatic effect, Tony Scott wanted to see some birds kind of fly away and show show kind of the chaos of their race. And uh, apparently, the first time they set it up, uh, Tom Cruise drove right over the birds and killed them all.
0: Uh, days t- of Thunder. Days of
1: Thunder. Days of Thunder. Uh, the,
0: I I don't believe there was a PETA uproar, <laughs> although I I do would I would have to imagine if that took place today. Oh. And that got out. I mean.
1: Could have been could, could have, have been, the been beginning. Could,
0: could have been a game ender for
1: for Cruz, for Scott. Could have been a lot a, of
0: people's careers. Could have been in the balance. Could have been long. the
1: inciting incident for PETA to be formed. For all we know, didn't do that much research. I, I don't I didn't do anything. <laughs> um,
0: we're 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 cruising along here. Part of the pun, <laughs> uh, not down. to be
1: confused with the uh, Pacino as uh, as the gay hooker movie cruising. That was a reference to Tom Cruise
0: <laughs> Ooh, I think I think they got that yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so we let's let's pause here for a moment as we are uh, kind of getting into um deeper into the uh the plot and whatnot and there's a couple of things that I kind of want to hit on here and uh one one segment that we kind of wanna um go through as we travel along this road of Tom Cruise movies. And others maybe down the road later on. What would an SJW say about this movie?
1: SJW? Oh,
0: what is? Not I don't familiar know. with the term. Never. You're heard not on from... Twitter 20, 24/7. <laughs>
1: is that? Uh, no. What was the? Who was the? Who was the 90s era? Uh, uh, like En Vogue type. SWV, Sisters with Voices. Oh, Sisters the, with the, Voices. The, the, the uh, female R&B group. Exactly. Okay, exactly. No, where... no, 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 no. The low-stakes <laughs> Not
0: th- that you're, you're in the wrong realm. Of... Sisters with Voices. Yeah. Uh, what would they think about it? I think they would enjoy it. No, that's not where I'm oh. going with this at all. And SJW, mm-hmm. term that's been around for, oh, a good three, four years at this point. Uh, is a social justice warrior. Someone Well, that who seems
1: like a good person, it, am I correct? On the surface, it seems like,
0: <laughs> you know what? What's wrong with social justice? A, a positive force in society. Yes. yes I you know, everyone has got equal rights and equal say. What's what could possibly go wrong no, with that? No. Um, no, these people are fucking awful on every <laughs> every stretch of the imagination. And they they are the ones who lay that pc law down thicker than molasses in in every aspect of life um if they were to take a look at uh and analyze any bit of media any bit of uh literature any bit of uh Academia—they would find everything that's wrong with it and tell you why they're right and you're wrong.
1: Ah, I see. Yes. So very, very uh, in line with today's culture. I see. Mm-hmm. I, well, I, I see a few problems. One, the aforementioned possible head of NASCAR, uh, when he's talking to to uh, to Cole and, and Burns about uh, about making up and why it's important, he asks them about if they know what a Japanese inspection is. And he goes on to explain the Japs. Now, that's where the—that's, I think, where the dander of the SJWs is going to get up. Mm-hmm. The Japs used. Now to... Now you're well, quoting from the
0: movie. You're this not, is from
1: a movie. You're yeah. not saying. You're not saying. You're not referring to Japanese
0: people in their uh, derogatory way. No, I call them slopes. So,
1: <laughs> uh, movie said Japs. Uh, uh, and so you're never going to date anyone Asian. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Um, <laughs> So in the movie, the head of NASCAR says, you know what, a, you know, the, what the Japs would do is, if, uh, if they were inspecting lettuce and they wanted to make sure it didn't pass, they, they'd pull the, the box of lettuce out and let it sit on the dock for a few days and then tell the inspectors about it. And the, assum- the, the what it seems like he's getting at is that he's going to do the equivalent with burns and trickle. But he never really explains exactly why the inspectors wanted the lettuce to fail or why he would want either of them to fail. <laughs> But, but I think the
0: nonetheless we got the jab line. The SJWs
1: there. would not appreciate that. Now a little deeper, another possible reading, uh, if we want to talk kind of philosophically about the movie. There's a, there's an infamous scene. So uh, I should point out that the uh, love blossoms both in real art imitates life here, <laughs> where Dr. Lewicki and Cole Trickle they're they're both attracted, but somewhat repelled by each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, escalate, you know, so that they've established a relationship. It's going pretty well uh, until Trickle. Now he, he's he's recovered from his injuries. Uh, he's faring better than, than Rowdy Burns. But it, the, Days of Thunder is they're they're a little bit ahead of the NFL in terms of some of these issues, where it seems like they're having concussion and post-concussion right. syndromes. And Cruz himself or Trickle himself. Clearly struggles with some PTSD about you know he, he about the accident, about the accident. Yep. and I think during part of that frustration there's a while he's talking to, to Kidman's character there's a taxi cab kind of honking at him from behind and eventually for reasons ever explained the cab driver actually rams into to Trickle and Trickle freaks out and starts chasing after him and Nicole Kidman is yelling let me out let me out let me out and she gives this impassioned speech about uh. How how Cruz is an infantile, and or how he's infantile, and he has this illusion of control, but in in actuality, we're all as humans, we're all afraid to to admit that we don't really have as much control as we like. Which I feel is a pretty, it's a pretty strong point. A pretty of thunder gets deep. It's very deep. It's really a philosophical movie, very Plato. But the, where this, I think, where the social justice warrior may may be upset is, Kidman makes this astute point. Something that I think we could all take and all take back to our own lives, but it's essentially nullified because she gets back with Cruz. First to tend to is to to tend to Rowdy Burns, but then they start seeing each other again. And she but she says for the final race, I can't watch, I can't watch. But she does. She does. And there's no real resolution after spoiler alert. He wins the final race. No, come on, Jim. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Twenty-eight year old spoiler alert. Right. Uh. What happened to the illusion of control? Apparently he is in control. Yes. So that's, I, I think SJW's, there's some, te- the Bechdel test or something like that. Yeah, yeah, where uh,
0: a woman doesn't speak
1: unless it's about a man. Right. And in yeah. this, she's speaking about a man, but she makes a salient point, which would, I, I imagine, score highly on the Bechdel test. But then it's thrown <laughs> out the window. He wins. Right, yep. Shit's all over it. Social justice warriors pissed. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, in and in an emphatic piss. An emphatic piss. Um, so yours is far deeper than than mine. Sure, uh, mine's very blatant <laughs> in your face. Uh, no qualms about it. It was it was the cross burning. They <laughs> <laughs> wear hoods. Uh,
1: uh, within the first
0: what minute, minute and a half of uh, the the credits are still rolling, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> And we've got some. Don Simpson
1: uh, and Jerry Bruckheimer's name are still fresh <laughs> on the screen. <laughs> right.
0: And there we have some uh, establishing shots of the infield of uh, what I believe is Daytona uh, racetrack. Uh, so we have, you know, your campers, your RVs, your motorhomes. Spectator sport. Spectator sport. And flying high in the wind are. Proud,
1: you might say. Proud,
0: you might say. Are I counted three Confederate flags, separate, separate, separate <laughs> shots of at least three. Did you count? Did I didn't count? count, but I did take note of it. Take note it, of it. It was it, prominent. And it, and they weren't shots that were going that make you raise your eyebrows and go, oh, really? Like <laughs> they were
1: like, this is who was at <laughs> this venue. It's North Carolina. It's, it's North Florida. Car- it's Florida. It's it's Florida. These yeah. are the people who would say Californians are nothing. <laughs>
0: Might even still call them Yanks. Might but, even. Yeah. The, the education isn't... <laughs> isn't, Not strong as, isn't as strong as a suit down there. Yeah. The, the fact that they're... If, no, if there was one shot, establishing shot, where, like, off in the distance, like, I, I think if I make that out, I think that's a Confederate flag. And then before you can really make that decision, they cut to the next establishing shot. But these were... They were, they, the flags were dead center in the in the frame. They were making a statement. They were, this was, and here's, okay, so here's the thing for me. And so the, the obvious thing is like, uh, of course, the SJWs would lose their fucking shit. And uh, I, I would hope because here's the thing. Tom Cruise has a story credit to this movie, okay? <laughs> now, granted, establishing shots of the infield in the opening may not have been
1: cruises note. may
0: not have been Cruz's decision but his name is on the, <laughs> the credit nonetheless not just as an actor right but as a part of the behind the scenes here uh and whoever is the camera director uh the director the editor the producer all of these names i i would have to imagine they are strung up Pardon the pun by the by the SJWs <laughs> to be shown to the world you do not give any kind of credence to the South, states' rights, states the Confederacy. This is not anything that should ever, ever, ever
1: be on camera. Ever. Ever. So they don't like it.
0: <laughs> they fucking hate it.
1: Um you know, one thing that we had talked about earlier, we'd alluded to, but I think it's important to bring up again Days of Thunder. Never really explained. And why is it called Days of Thunder? I mean, I don't like it necessarily when a movie kind of forces the title in where, you know. James
0: Bond movies were perfect for doing that.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, so, too, it's a view to a game. <laughs> Might be the worst one. So I, I will say what they've done here is better than if Rowdy Burns. Had had gone up to Cole and slapped him on the back and said, Man, these are some real days of thunder. <laughs> right. It's not that bad, but there's no give me something where Cole's saying, you know, when I when I when I'm racing and I can't even hear Harry on the radio, I just hear I feel calm when I when I hear the thunder. Something the back, something, something. something! Why is it called like okay, same crew as Top Gun. They don't say, Hey Maverick, you're the top gun, but you get it. You do get you it. You understand what they're saying what the fuck do days or thunder have to do with stock car race
0: now here's here's this is just just me being devil's advocate here and and there and there might be a perfectly good answer I don't know but I'm sure there is a perfectly good answer but vanilla Scott sure okay well, what the fuck is that
1: supposed to mean they actually do t- I don't know if they touched it on the movie but it's a painting it is a painting it's a painting by van Gogh maybe
0: man yeah. i'll I'll take your word for it yeah
1: but there's something.
0: There is there is something. Okay, fine. Fair enough. Um, and, and I'm sure there's a laundry list of other movies that you could make that argument. Like, what the fuck is this called? Right. But, no, it, and it was something that I that you brought to my attention that I had not thought about at all. And it is one of those things where it's like, was it because they knew the audience that was going to see this movie... Was gonna be a group of people who did not give two flying fucks what the name of the movie was. They just wanted to see <laughs> a movie about NASCAR and the and the you know the, the have a story about love and and fear and compassion. <laughs> you know, but, but I'm throwing out terms that they probably didn't give a fuck about either. So you didn't have to really established like a maybe the word thunder. Maybe it was the the AC/DC song. Was that, that was thunderstruck? Like, yeah. Was that more like '85 though? That maybe? was
1: earlier, but it, but it was it was. I mean, it's a it's a relevant song now. So right at that well, point,
0: yeah. And and uh, it doesn't it doesn't
1: do anything? No, I will say I did hear that this movie was it went way past the deadline. It was over budget, and they were shooting scenes. Mere weeks before it premiered. So maybe they, I think they may have just slapped a name on it. And at the last Much second. Much like Pods of Thunder. Much like Pods which, of Thunder. Which is
0: actually perfect, now that you think about it, for our the name of our podcast. Because if that if that rings true.
1: Exactly. Then we're on to something Yep. I mean, although we've, we've been preparing for years upon years. <laughs> right. uh,
0: so, no, so we can, what should we do? Should we get back to the, to the, to the, there,
1: here there's one other thing we need to touch on plot well a few other things but one thing that I might be my, the thing I'm most excited to talk about as we talked you know it, we mentioned before Cruz and Burns are both they're both injured potential brain injuries Cruz is eventually given the clear uh Robbie Burns is struggling he uh as, as Cruz and, and Dr. Lewicki visit uh, visit with him he's He has trouble concentrating. And so Dr. Lewicki, uh, seeing that Nicole Kidman studied neurosurgery, she plays this perfectly. She goes into his house and gives him a test to see see how he's recovering. And uh, she asks him to to hold his hands out, put his palms up, which he does. uh, first, First test passed. Then asks him to put his hands at his sides and close his eyes. And he passes out. Now again, I don't know. I'm no expert on concussions or post-concussion syndromes. Jeremy, you didn't study this. Nicole Kidman did. That's okay. true. That's true. Okay. So you got a point. But I don't think <laughs> that a post-concussion syndrome is you pass out when you close your eyes. Yeah, I don't think that's-, that's the first part. <laughs> we then get K- Kidman is helping uh, Rowdy Burns up, and. Uh, you hear a toilet flushing in the background, and, and Cole Trickle comes in. And Rowdy Burns, he's kind of feeling vulnerable himself, so I think he tries to deflect the blame. And he says, did you just get sick? And Cruz, you know, uh, Rus- or, uh, Cole Trickle tries to, tries to play it off, no, 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 no. And he goes, what do you So So uh, Burns says, what are you, a candy ass? I think Cruz is a candy ass. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of reaction... To a man passing out is throwing up. I mean, I think they're trying to establish that Cruz is... He's still got some of the PTSD, and he's still worried about racing. But to physically vomit from a man passing out doesn't cut the mustard, if he has, I to.
0: have been inside of surgical rooms. I've seen uh, people sliced and diced. Never a query in the gut. <laughs> I was good to go. And I'm not, And I'm not... I'm not suggesting that I'm a man's man. I'm clearly not. Um, (laughs) I'm doing a podcast in my kitchen at the age of 38. I'm no man's man. I should be working on my car right now. (laughs) But that... Is it... Are they going back to the idea of crews not knowing car lingo, not knowing car engines, not knowing... These things that are established as man, manly things. But what, oh. would be, what would, but what would be the point of
1: knocking cold Trickle down another notch? I, exactly. I just don't see it. That's why I, I, the only claim I can think is that it's part of his PTSD. But it, it just it doesn't... But what does that do for the character? Like It's still like you, you were... The writer is still writing...
0: And they, have, they can go in any direction that they want to fucking go. Right. And they decide to go the direction of, he's kind of a candy.
1: <laughs> and why not make him cry?
0: That, like, that, would, be a,
1: that would be a feasible response. If, right. if your friend, this newfound friend, passes out. Yeah. And, you, oh, it's worse than I thought. Yep. But one other comment here. So is he, Rowdy's eventually diagnosed with a burst blood vessel, which is caught. And this is weeks after the accident. Mm-hmm. Again. I don't know. I'm, I'm no Kidman. I don't know about neurosurgery. <laughs> I don't think a burst blood vessel is a something that takes effect weeks later. Nah. I think it's pretty fast-acting.
0: I, w- I would have to imagine.
1: Uh, one final one final point on this. So eventually, Rowdy gets the diagnosis: burst blood vessel. Uh, he want, He asks the doctors, "Can I have a moment alone with Cole, his brother?" And he asks him if he would race his car in the upcoming race. But prior to that,
0: can I please set this up a little bit better? Yes. The shades are pulled, but they're the type of shades that have like the separation. They're kind of like, you know, a couple inches wide. The illusion of privacy, much like the illusion of (laughs) (laughs) control. Not where I was going (laughs) with this. There There, I noticed a lot in this movie the way that it was shot. When you next time you watch it, just think of the word shadows. Ooh! Shadows everywhere on every shot, all the fucking time. This one specifically, ooh, just all shitloads of shadows. Shadows across, um, across Rowdy's face, and and Cruz is not looking at Rowdy the entire time he's in that hospital. He's too scared. He's looking. yeah. He's a fucking candy ass. <laughs> he is a candy. Yeah. He can't he's look looking, his friend in the his dying friend in the face. He's looking out the window through one of the strips of, uh, of uh, shades. Pensive. Not yeah. unlike
1: a Jeremy Jones in a senior photo. <laughs> <laughs> but just
0: and, and and to and I will I'll dive deeper into this. Top Cruise is so goddamn serious in this movie. <laughs> there, it, there's no Point where it's like, it's you know, whether it's that scene. I'll I'll, and I'll I'll digress. Whether it's that scene or this his his first scene in the movie where he's touching the car and not facing anyone, and he's so goddamn fucking serious. Where he's like, <laughs> ESPN, yeah, have, uh, excellent great, coverage. Great coverage. He's so fucking serious. I. And we'll dive deeper into this when we talk about how, how much of a Tom Cruise movie this is. It, it pissed me off how serious he <laughs> fucking was. He was either an outraging lunatic or a very fucking serious guy. Give us there a was, smirk,
1: Tom. Give us something. That classic Cruise smirk. Okay, so, please. Um, oh, yeah, so uh, So he wants a moment alone with Cole. They've just told him he has a, blood, a burst blood vessel. And uh, the doctor's recommending, in, in Rowdy's words, a minor brain surgery, uh, which, which uh, Cole interjects, well, any surgery on his brain is going to be minor. Ooh, Ooh just burn. just that jab it, in there. He's still feeling that candy ass remark. <laughs> so he's trying to show he can roll with the punches. Right. So the doctors leave the room. Rowdy Burns asks Cole Trickle if he should get the surgery. Why is he asking a NASCAR driver if he should get surgery? Not just a
0: NASCAR driver, but a guy who just a few weeks prior fucking despised. Exactly. He's now his most trusted advisor. No, yeah. It's uh, a lot of holes in this one. There.
1: <laughs> so then Burns is asking Cruz to drive his car, and he says, I. I can't... I, I don't know what's going on here. I'll, I'll, I'll just say this it's a This goes back hole. to
0: how you and I do not understand NASCAR, but at the same time, there's no fucking way no. this is how this shit
1: fucking works. It's purely a lot... So, he says he needs Cruz to drive uh, drive his car in the upcoming race, which I believe is Daytona. Uh, again, no point system is established. Uh, because he has... He's, he's, he spent some money and he has future plans. And he says he lost... This is Rowdy Burns. He lost his sponsor... Because they sponsored the man, not the car. Which I'm pretty sure that doesn't happen either. I don't even know what that means. But so moments after saying this, he tells Cruz or Cole that he needs to he needs to drive 60 minutes. Is yeah. he needs to drive his car because he needs to make money. But he just said that they sponsored the man, not the car. This is like the the Rick James Chappelle skit. Where, he, where Rick James, in an actual interview, says, no, I never put my boot on Eddie Murphy's couch, and immediately does an about-face and says, <laughs> yeah, I put my boots on Eddie He just completely contradicts himself. It makes no sense.
0: All right, let's, so let's wrap up here. We'll, we'll finish with the scale of how Tom Cruise of a movie this is. Here's the parameters. Uh, Tom Cruise's hair, the overacting, the smirk, and I added music because even though this doesn't have anything to do with Tom Cruise's decision-making in the movie, the music does establish
1: a lot of Tom Cruise movies, so let's start off with the hair, Jeremy. I thought this this is a top five Cruise hair performance. I thought it was <laughs> voluminous. It kind of had a little edge to it. You know, you think about like uh, a lot of sweat in his hair too. Oh yeah, he's a, he's a conflicted man. Lots of he he gets he gets the uh, he gets a lot of the grease and grime on his face throughout, which I don't think that happens either because he's got a mask on. Yeah, but his hair looked beautiful
0: though. I will, hit, a, I will hit on the overacting aspect of this. Uh, like I like I said before, he is either uh, as serious as a serious person can get, or he's swinging a fucking baseball bat, almost hitting, almost hitting Rowdy in his own home while he's playing pool. It, it or or with the incident with the cab driver. Can I do a quick aside on the yes.
1: baseball bat? I think again he's hurting from the candy ass comment. Because what he does, <laughs> he takes the baseball bat and violently. He's trying to convince Rowdy to get the surgery. He says, he, he comes up and he says, get the surgery or something. And he smacks the pool table with the baseball bat and he says, or maybe we can straighten it out right now. <laughs> so he's thr- His friend, who he could, he vomited at the sight of him fainting. He's not ready to go upside the head with a baseball bat. And,
0: you know, it's uh, the PTSD. Uh,
1: <laughs> is there a Tom Cruise smirk in this movie? There is, there's a classic quintessential smirk that I noted. And assume due to the power of the smirk, i would remember exactly when it happened. I don't recall the scene, but I know it happened. There, there, there was one. Okay. But, but one is pretty low on. I mean, super I'm, low. I need to see five smirks to show that cocksure, <laughs> that that arrogant bordering on, on, on he wasn't, out of control. He
0: wasn't cocksure in this movie at all. No,
1: although he was a little cocksure about the coverage at ESPN. Maybe that should be another parameter, cocksureness. <laughs> yeah, he uh, was insecure. He was cock insecure. Cock insecure. So uh, he needs and- a hairy hog. <laughs> obsessed. The music is, is so... It's very Tom Cruisey. y yeah, Well, there, there's one particular musical note that I think you have to bring up. Which one was that? The what? Great White.
0: Oh, right, right. <laughs> there's a Great White song in there. That Tom Cruise lobbied for. That's stupid. So, if we're going to be honest,
1: this isn't a very Tom Cruise movie. No, the, the one redeeming factor... I th- or not redeeming, but the thing that pumps it up is... This is Tom Cruise being Tom... This is Tom Cruise in the Tom Cruise era. It is. I'm, let's say, out of 10 Tom Cruises... Six? six I was going to say yeah. six and a half, I, seven. I'm, I'm known to be a little more liberal with the Cruises, so... <laughs> let's, well, let's say six and a half. We'll, 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 we'll do the halves? Yep. Okay, Six okay. and a half. We'll, we'll, uh, let's see. Let's see if there's any final kind of quick hit thoughts. If you have anything. I really don't. let um, Let's see. Oh, yeah, one other point. Uh, uh, at one point, Tom Cruise, when, uh, when Russ Wheeler, Kerry Elwes, is winning the race, he's upset with him, and he, he what would be criminal act as he's taking his victory lap, he T-bones him going about 50 miles an hour. He'd never be racing again. Uh, I think those are all the loose ends we have. Anything to say before we go, Eric?
0: Well, uh, we got an hour in. Um, it was shitty. Uh, we'll, we'll <laughs> we laughed, we this. cried. We laugh, we I, I passed out. Eric vomited as a result. <laughs> um, you know, we'll, we're going to have more of these, obviously. We haven't decided what number two is going to be just yet, but uh, uh, hopefully, hopefully we can uh, establish more of this um, throughout. And, uh, you know, um, we're going to set up a, a Twitter account as well, and, and we'll have some banter back and forth as well. Pods of Thunder. Pods of Thunder.